And we are back. This is I'm all Eric. Out of control, really. He is Paul. We are the Fat Packs, and this is Beckett Radio. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, man. Don't 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 fake the funk, man. It's early. You're tired. I'm tired. We don't have to we don't have to fake the funk too much. All right. Did you, did you hear my uh, Did you hear the last podcast, uh, the one from the the Beckett the Beckett Card Show? Did you hear that? I have not yet. No. Uh, I'm so bummed that I couldn't be there. You, you don't have to listen to the whole thing. Okay. Okay. But uh, Eli co-hosted it with me. Oh, L- really? Little young Eli co-hosted with me, and uh, he 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 did the saw dude. He took he, he did he really? He did a tribute to Paul. Oh, know? nice! So, I gotta um, check that out then. He at least got that in, and um, that was uh, that was fun for him. I think. Oh, good. That was fun for him, man. Uh, we got a got a kind of a loaded show. Both the interviews are are uh, we recorded them. Let's see Tuesday and Wednesday. So yes, yes, want yes. you guys to know that it's not like it's, it's a live thing or anything like that. But uh, uh, both of them are uh, well, one's about twenty minutes and the other one's about forty minutes. So we have kind of a loaded show here for you, content wise. So we don't want to waste much time uh, f- fiddle farting around here with. Uh, I like fiddle farting. I like you know you <laughs> fiddle fart a little bit. I used to eat fiddle faddle as a kid. <laughs> a little fiddle faddle. Yeah, a little fiddle faddle. What is fiddle faddle? I've never it's even like heard of it. It's like caramel crunch corn, like mm. popcorn. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of popcorn, and hey, that's a good segue, Paul. You did you did something you didn't even know. Uh, we're gonna we are gonna talk a little bit about the Chicago Cracker Jack find. Um, we up in Goodwin Auctions right now. We have a near complete set of nineteen fourteen uh, Cracker Jack cards, and it's beautiful. They are they are really really beautiful. We we did talk about it on Saturday with uh, Mr. Andy Broom. Uh, Broom with a view card grader on um, on Twitter. We talked a little bit with him about it. Uh, he brought over a few cards, but I got to see the you know, the whole the whole uh, kit and caboodle. Yeah, so did I. I got I got a sneak peek. Yeah, couple, sneak peek a couple of days ago. So, yeah. uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that later on, uh, probably in between interviews there. But uh, right now we need to get into new products and pricing, and then we're going to cover the fantasy so we can get into the rest of the show. Word. All right, you go first. Classics football. Yep. Done. All right. All right. Classics no, football. <laughs> Classics football uh, came out on Wednesday. Um, one auto, one mem. We broke a couple boxes. Pretty cool stuff. Only 66 a box. 66, sure. 60, you know, $70 a box. Um, pretty good bang for your buck. Um, you know, low risk. But there are some high rewards in there, so that's kind of cool. Um, now, the Classics, they did break that last week at the rookie premiere, which right. was kind of cool. Um, but the actual official release date was, uh, was on Wednesday. It was on Wednesday. So, yeah, that's pretty much the highlight for the week. Okay. There was a... I don't know that it's like how new it is, but we we did a box busters for uh, Cryptozoic's The Flash. Oh, okay. So we did that, and then Topps UFC Knockout as well. Okay. Now, now I I say both of those cautiously because when I we get into new pricing here, which is not a whole ton, you know, a whole ton of the new pricing, but uh, Topps Uf- UFC Knockout is now priced. No priced. <laughs> That's mad though, man. Yeah. That's like he's yeah. on it, man. He really is. He's on it. Um. Tops bunt is now priced. Um, that's you know that's one of those. How about tops foul ball? No, not, not tops no, foul just ball. The bunt. Okay. Just the bunt is uh, priced. And then um, somebody, some knucklehead on uh, on Instagram when I posted the picture of um, optic basketball being priced, sixteen seventeen optic basketball being priced. Now, each of us in our own individual departments get to choose the photo we we want to put up with with the announcement right 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 right. so uh brian and brian's a smart guy he's been around for a while absolutely you know he's a good guy uh knows what he's talking about he sent over a photo of um lebron james in a heat uniform 
holding up the trophy, the, the Larry O'Brien trophy, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, the, so the good, yeah, the, so that's one of the higher, the higher numbered cards, right? Right. Some some knucklehead. Oh, I hate when this happens. Some knucklehead <laughs> got got it back to us and was like, "That's the wrong team." Well, you jack, we don't put we don't put the cards together. Yeah, we don't put the cards together. <laughs> yeah, it was a tribute card. It's exactly. That's all it was was a tribute card. It's and so frustrating. Just about every set has them. Some exactly. flashback tribute highlight. Something that's one of his better highlights. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he won. He won what two, two, three titles there. Yeah, too many. Yeah, too many. <laughs> <laughs> the hate is strong in this one. Too many. But I mean, he. Of course, it's a tribute card. So that's just that's that finite point of collecting that I just I can't stand. It's so stupid, really. I mean, I get it. I get it. He's not on that team anymore. Right, but. Beckett didn't make the exactly. card. Exactly. You know, and, and Panini made a card, but they made a nice tribute card. It's not yeah. even relevant. His normal card in the set has him as a cow. Exactly. It's not like they're they're not error cards, they're not, you know, misprints or anything like that. It was right. on purpose because it's a tribute. Right. God dang. I know that Paul's gonna disagree wholeheartedly here, but he's one of the best players, you know, ever. All right, and now you're <laughs> getting to be ridiculous. <laughs> He's uh seriously though he's he's, he's one no, of the best he is. he's he one is. of the best players ever and he's gonna have cards and other like like when Joe Namath they had a Joe Namath in a Rams Rams uniform card right. did you complain about that one too yeah <laughs> they should have no oh, jeez <laughs> was he sitting on the bench like rightfully so probably <laughs> that's so crazy oh, oh man. all right uh, let's get into our little fantasy breakdown because uh, I know that you guys love that for some reason uh, we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, <laughs> Break down our fantasy leagues right quick, and then we'll jump into our uh, our first interview. Paul, I won last week. You won last week. I have to make that announcement because I'm three and four. Okay, and so I obviously I've lost more than I've won. Um, but yeah, no, I was able to take out uh, Team Johnny G711. All right, all right. I don't right. know if he's a 711 owner or what all that means, but uh, I took him out 494 to 423. Jake Lamb. Lit it up for me, man. At sixty-one points. He's, last is he week. still in Arizona? I believe or, so. What are they no. called? Yeah, whatever they're called. Yeah. yeah, that team out out, out Midwest <laughs> somewhere. Um, the big matchup this week was uh, we had Maryland Canacorn against Team James. Maryland Canacorn and Team and was five and one. Team James was four and two going into this game. Team James smoked them. Like Maryland Canacorn wasn't even there. So beat them by about 200 points. So uh, kind of crazy there. Uh, I know Marilyn Cannon is going to say, I was on vacation. I was in Disney World last week because he was. But I don't know if that's an excuse or not. So uh, Is that Kevin's Is that Kevin's team? No, that's Manco. Is, is, oh, okay, it's Manco's team? Manco's team, yeah. Uh, uh, which, which Manco brother is it? Is it uh, Anthony. Anthony Manco uh, out there. Giving excuses. Yeah, I'm sure it's what it's going to come down this to. Is that what I'm sure it is. All right, Manco, you're going to have to step your game up. Yeah, exactly. Um, team Brogan. Oh, Repre- Brogan. Representing. Um, All right. From the, the funeral home. Yeah, from the funeral home. <laughs> he's bringing it back to life. Uh, <laughs> he's four and three now. He took care of Royal Champions, who are now two and five, uh, 548 to 385. Uh, team Newman. Mm. Um, lost bad Hello, um, to Biono Cornbelters. Uh-huh. Uh, they lost five hundred three to three eighty six. Uh, Jose Abreu on fire, really? Oh, on fire, man! All Looks right. like he was the uh, the top scorer in my league uh, this past week. And Boston Trump twenty twenty. Uh, David Ledbury uh, five fifty one and 
Brizzo Incorporated 280. I think Brizzo might have taken a week off. David Ledbury. Um, yeah. That's a dude I just want to hang out with. You no know, joke. Just like, for, like just for an afternoon. <laughs> no joke. He has a, a facial recognition talent that is He's, not matched by anybody I know. It's, it's got to be a computer. You know how they have that computer thing yeah. that can find you like a, yeah, an ATM yeah, yeah, camera? Yeah. Like, he's that's like a Terminator. He's, yeah. like, he's like... <laughs> That's He's like, where's John Connor? I found him. <laughs> that dude can recognize people from a mile away. And he's so smooth. Yeah, he is. He's so smooth. He's not like one of these autograph freaks. Right. You know, like he just walks up, normal dude, treats the, the lady or the gentleman as a, as a normal person. And uh, just lots of pictures with celebrities and, and meeting people. And yeah, I want to be cool too one day. Yeah, so one day. One day. One day. Um, anyway, I'll give a little quick, quick, quick recap of how things are going this week. Um, I'm going to enjoy my victory last week because right now I'm down 110 points to Team Newman. Okay. So that's not a very good start to this week. Um, team James is up 100 points over Team Johnny G711. Um, Boston Trump 2020, man. He's 4-3, and three, but he's crushing the world champions right now by about 160 points. Is he? So, uh, now, I know no fantasy game is safe, but, you know, some of these are pretty – astronomical right. and uh maryland cannon corn looks like he's back from vacation he's taking care of brizzo incorporated right now he's up about 30 40 points and team brogan is getting his brogan beat uh 289 to 186 by the bio no corn belters you said something that cued a uh, a thought for me Uh-oh. um you said astronomical so we are gonna i've i almost forgot about this but we this is definitely something that we need to talk about the, okay so before before the show is over, if I haven't mentioned uh, NASA auction, okay, we you got you got you got to cue me in. And be like, hey, we're going to talk about the astronomical thing. Okay, okay, all, all right. right, got it, got it. So that's where we're at, man. We're uh, moving right along, and uh, you know, teams doing what looks like everybody is participating. Uh, some guys are having good weeks and bad weeks, but it looks like everybody's participating. And that's what it's all about. All right, let's get over to the Q the Drake scoreboard. Uh, last week, I took the win over uh, Christopher Blair, the big crab cake, 517 to 510. That's a close one there, uh, considering that I wasn't even paying attention that I won. That's uh, really nice. Um, Grand Rapids Chocolate Ninja took, the, took the loss to uh, Orange Chris. Hey, what do you call a pig that, that takes karate? Uh, I don't know. Pork shop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that sounds like dinner. <laughs> that does. Uh, Orange Crush beat him uh, 633 to 524. The Fort Worth Yerkoffs uh, beat, the, uh, beat Joey. What's up, man? Joey doing his thing over here. Beat Joey 553 to 548. That was a close game. That was a close game. Uh, Blood and Urine, Zach May took the win on uh, 558 over Jimmy Mack, 546. And... Sparty Hot Cash, Mr. Marlon Carlson, down here for the weekend. In hanging, the hanging out with Beckett Radio and, and just the Beckett guys in general. Uh, took him to – well, I didn't take him to dinner. He paid for his own dinner. But we went to di- we went to dinner together. Uh, cool dude, man. Just, yeah, man. I, bummed I missed it. Yeah. But you had kids and other obligations. Yeah, my wife was out of town, yeah. so I had all three of the – I had the tribe this weekend. Yeah. So Just uh, – man, he's he's got a real cool job. You've heard him talk – you've heard him on the show here. Uh, but he's he's got a real cool job, but he's just a big card nerd. <laughs> he, just he is. That, that's awesome. And shout out, man. Thanks for the gifts. Yeah, thanks for the gifts. Thanks man. for that's just cool. leaving us some some cool. You know, I walked in uh, Monday morning or walked. I, I was out a couple of days, but walked in and I was like, it's nice to come in and yeah, get, get a few things. Yeah. And that was really cool, man. I appreciate You're it. Gonna, are you gonna, are you a coffee drinker? I didn't know I, if you were or not. I am really. not a coffee drinker, okay. but let me tell you something. My wife can chug some coffee. Okay, so 
there well, you go. Both of our wives then have a new Sparty Hot Cash mug. mug. Sweet. So, there you go. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so he, he took the home win. He took home the win over DeGrom Nom Nom, 614 to 453. Not bad for being out of town. Yeah, I mean, you know, Manko's out of town. Yeah, at least somebody was paying attention. Yep. All right, let me switch over here to the to the Beckett Radio Fat Packs Baseball League and see how things are going on that scoreboard. Fat Packs. Fat Packs. All right, click there. I'm three and four, so I must have won a, won a game. I lost. Uh, Team Oil Can, <laughs> Team Oil Cans beat me two sixty nine to two fifty two. I at least was trying. I was yeah, at least trying. You were trying to lose. Yeah, I was trying. Uh, Pasta and Spaghetti Mon beat Team Sergeant three oh eight to two sixty one. Team of O uh, four twelve over uh, over the Special Case three twenty three. Texas Money Loan Cards took a tough loss, man. Jeff Sloan lost to Jeff Hoyle. 286 to 277. That was a close game. And then Team Henderson didn't even show up. Uh, lost to Oi in the outfield, Alexander uh, Alexander Oi, 324 to 170. I hope I'm saying your name right, Alexander, because that's what's, what I'm, it looks like. I'm Texan. Damn, that's, <laughs> that's how it works sometimes. <laughs> that's how it goes. Hey, shout out to Jeff, man. Hope you're doing okay, man. Hope that recovery is going uh, yeah. well. I haven't seen him in a couple, probably about three weeks. I hope you're doing well, Jeff. He he was still on crutches the last time I saw him. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I hope, that, hope that's getting better for you. Yeah, man. Hope that's getting better. All right, so uh, let's do this. Let's jump in. Let me, let me get into uh, this first interview I had with Jerry the Boss Bostic. On Tuesday, Paul was out of the office, so it was just me riding solo here with uh, the owner, operator, and champion of the IWR, Imperial Wrestling Revolution. Imperial Wrestling Revolution. There we go. I don't wow. know why I was getting tongue up there. I don't know. So, uh, man, he he's been great. He was he's been in the business for eleven, like over a decade. You okay, know, been in the business for over a decade, and he's got. This new IWR promotion, I say new. It's been around since 2014, but there's they're starting to do uh, you know some really big shows big here. Push. Yeah, here in the uh, in the Texas Oklahoma area. Okay. You know um, now I know that you didn't grow up here, but you've heard me talk about the Von Ericks. I have uh, extensively, probably. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> they're like my new Von Tramp family. Exactly. Um, you you've heard me talk about them, and uh, got wrestling growing up here in the 80s. The WCCW was just this is the biggest thing ever. It, it, it really rivaled what the WWE is doing now, uh, especially in a regional promotion, which used to be the case back then. You know, okay. everything was regionalized, and there was no bigger name in wrestling in this region than than the Von Erichs. Right. So uh, Jerry has uh, has Ross and Mitchell Von Erich on on his roster. Okay. And they are the new IWR tag team champions. Sweet. So um, he, we came on, and well, he came on, talked about his promotion, does a lot of great stuff with charity, man. Just really oh, gives right. back to the community. But he's got a big show coming up here at the Gas Monkey Live, uh, June fourth, and uh, I wanted to I wanted to talk to him about that because the Von Erichs will be in the house, and anytime the Von Erichs come back to the Dallas Fort Worth area, it's a big deal. And uh, I, I don't think you'll be disappointed with that. So that's the first interview. Then Paul and I are going to come back, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this Cracker Jack find because that was amazing, man. I, 
like we get jaded. I may I don't know. May, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I know that I get jaded sometimes because it. I love this. I love what we do. You right, know? right. And I and but I like I see it all. I don't want to sound douchebaggish, but like I, I see it, right? <laughs> right. I, it's not that we see it all the time, but we see it all the time, right? We do. We Absolutely. see it. It's just it's constantly flowing in here. The stuff that comes in and out of those doors are is just amazing. But this like put me back. It, it was whew. That's that's not something you see every, every not day. Not every day. Not right. every day. So we're gonna do that and then uh, we'll get into our interview with uh, Dan the Doctor Dan Carson. That was a fun, fun interview. Yeah, man. I'm gonna um, I'll go get some mushrooms. Go get some mushrooms. Yeah, that was a fun interview that we had with uh, Dan Carson from uh, Fox, Fox Sports News as we talked about some '90s Fleer Metal basketball cards. Um, psychedelic. Psychedelic. All right, we're good on all that, and then whatever's at the end. You guys hang tight, and we'll be right back with Jerry the Boss Bostic. <laughs> This is Michael from the Clubhouse. You're listening to Becca Radio. There you have it. All right, guys, we're back from a quick break. And uh, joining us on the phone right now is uh, a little something I'm excited about. I grew up in this uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area loving the uh, loving the Von Erichs, loving the WCCW. And uh, I, saw, I saw a little promotion that's going to come through here pretty shortly called the IWR. Uh, Imperial Wrestling Re- Revolution, and joining us right now on the phone is the head, the champion, Jerry, the boss, Bostic, on the phone to hype up this uh, this upcoming event. What's up, Jerry? How are you doing? I'm doing great, Eric. Thanks for having me. Man, I'm so glad you're here. Um, I saw I saw the flyer for it, and I was like, man, I got I got to get you on the radio show. We've never actually had a wrestling guest before, so you are a first. So congratulations for that. Oh, man, thank you very much. What have you been missing out on, man? Why in the world am I your first guest? Well, we've, we've I, in our in off-air communication, I, I told you, we, we typically f- focus on sports collectibles. But, man, I'm looking for ways to grow the podcast. And um, any anytime I can get a name, anytime I can get a name like like Jerry Bostic on, you, you, gotta, you can't pass it up, right? Well, it makes perfect sense, right? <laughs> awesome, man. So, tell us a little bit about the uh, IWR uh, when when it was founded. Uh, you guys have been going strong since 2014, but how did it come about? Well, uh, I've actually been in the business 11 years, and we started IWR three years ago. And um, I think we've kind of grown at a pretty unprecedented rate in three years. We went from doing uh, eight shows our first year to 30 to 40 this year. We do. Uh, we do a lot of charity work with foundations from schools to, uh, you know, the community centers like Boys and Girls Clubs, Toys for Tots. We work with a lot of people. And uh, we also do a lot of large productions as well, which is uh, what we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks in Dallas. So we kind of do a little bit of everything. That's so awesome. Um, you, you, you mentioned you've been in the business for 11 years. Where did you get your start at? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got my start actually um, – in Ardmore, but I was trained in Oklahoma City by uh, a guy named Alperot, who has a pretty extensive wrestling background himself. Uh, I've been very fortunate to be with a lot of people. You know that you know when you're a kid, you only dream about working with them, uh, and it's been a pretty incredible journey so far, and it's far from over. That's awesome. That's it's eleven years is is young in the wrestling business, isn't it? I mean, because most people are just really getting their wheels under them at that point in time, right? I'm almost like a fine wine, Eric. 
I just get better with age. You just get better with age. Well, you got that title around your waist, so that that says something for you. Um, do you do you wear that title proudly? I mean, I mean that's a dumb question. I know obviously you do, but you, you wear it wear it to the ring, and uh, the boss means something, right? When he comes to the ring wearing that belt. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, not only do I wear it to the ring, I, I take it to bed at night. I mean, that title goes everywhere I go, man. <laughs> I'm walking down the street, I try to wear it around my waist, and I'm proud of it. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So, um, take us back a little bit. Do you remember the first IWR show and, uh, like, what went into to promoting that and getting that going to where you are now? Can you walk us through that whole process? Well, you know, the very first one we did was in Ardmore, which is uh, my hometown, because for years before that, before IWR, I had another company previously, and all we'd ever done was shows in Ardmore. And, at, uh, you know, at some point, you kind of want to know whether or not you have what it takes to make it in the business. And you can't do that by staying in one town. And so uh, even though our initial show was in Ardmore, uh, we were on branching out after that. And we pretty much now go all over Oklahoma. And we will be branching that out into Texas um, starting next or starting this weekend. Starting this weekend. You guys... Uh See the uh, the Arrow Club just dropped the belts to the Von Erichs. Are the Von Erichs working heel uh, in IWR, or are they still still face? I don't really think you can make the Von Erichs heels anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just based off their you know their history and legacy, and uh, it was a very special moment. Right, for me especially uh, the Von Erichs. That was their first uh, championships they've won stateside, and um, my very first wrestling show whenever I was a kid in the mid '80s actually Devon Eric with the Hardy Murphy Coliseum and Ardmore. So uh, it was a really special moment to see Rod and Marshall kind of bring that, you know, bring it all the way back around. And, you know, it's a, a pleasure to do business with them. They're great guys. Definitely a great reflection of the family. And for a lot of people to think that the Von Eric dynasty has ended, you know, it's far from it. Yeah, it, it's far from it. Ross and Ma- uh, they go, they go hard, and it's uh, they're fun to watch. The the Arrow Club though, th- that's a they're pretty unique as well. What other names are on your roster up there that uh, that are uh, just but bludgeoning? Well, I'm sorry, that are budding stars. Oh yeah, you know we um, we promote a lot of our own homegrown talent, and uh, basically whenever we have our large productions, a lot of our guys go against the former WWE talent, former uh, WCW TNA. I mean, we've worked with people from Sting to uh, Jim Cornette, Jerry the King Lawler, a bunch of the legends, and a bunch of the guys that are still on television right now. So. Sure, sure. Like I said, we're, we, we're very blessed to be able to do what we do and who we do it with. And, uh, you know, I think it's a big opportunity for us this weekend to go into Quinlan and 40 and bring our product to Texas. I think it's a, you know, it's a natural uh, evolution of any product to, to eventually expand whenever the time is right. And then also uh, the following week, we have the Gas Monkey Live in Dallas, which we're really excited about that show. That show will feature Von Erics as well, as well as uh, former WWE star Victoria, uh, MVP, Chavo Guerrero Jr., Charlie Haas, Axel Jim Duggan, uh, Chelsea Green from Impact Wrestling, Rachel Ellering from actually uh, Precious Paul Ellering's uh, daughter. Right. Uh, she's on NXT and WWE sometimes, and... So we have a really solid lineup outside of just our guys. But, you know, our talent, I think, it's one of those deals when you go to the show, you know, you go, you know a bunch of the WWE names. But whenever you leave, you think, man, those guys are really good, the IWR talent. And, uh, you know, we have some of the best talent that there is in wrestling right now. And the Aero Club is definitely at the top of the list. Yeah, th- those guys are uh, those guys are great. You you named off a few names there. Uh, Chavo, 
the, I mean, the Guerrero name is not a bad name to have behind your uh, your brand at all. So that's you know, kudos to you for that as well, man, because that that name carries a lot of weight in the business as well. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, that's one of my dearest friends in wrestling. Uh, he's a super great guy. We work together numerous times, and and any time that we can do business with him, we always do because he's a first class dude, represents the business well. He also uh, takes his time when he comes in to work with a lot of my guys and help them out and watch their matches and give them critiques. I mean, he does a lot of stuff that's not asked of him, and there's always been nothing but you know just model class citizen. Right, right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna relate that to a story that I had with uh with Eddie actually in 2004 when I was deployed in Iraq. Um, the WWE came over for you know a, a um an event there and uh a uso event and i sat and had dinner across from from eddie and it was one of the most unique experiences i ever had because on on tv eddie was you know this 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 brash machismo guy but in in reality eddie was just a real cool person and he sat and he talked to me for a good 45 minutes to an hour just about life and what was going on in iraq and and you know we we barely mentioned wrestling and it was, it's a fond memory that i have and so now every time i see a guerrero name and i, ha- I have a chance to support one I, I like to get out and do it if i can absolutely and you know honestly most of the guys in the industry are really down to earth really good guys and you know like you said most of the time whenever they come in and work with us we don't even really discuss wrestling very sure, often you sure. know it's, uh, it's always important to remember that even these guys you know they're people just like us and you know so we treat them that way and therefore um so like that's one reason why we've been so successful is because uh, we have a pretty pretty good reputation amongst all of the workers, and <clears throat> you know our shows speak for themselves. You know we did um, the first ever Oklahoma last year, sure, which was probably uh, the biggest independent event in the United States, talent wise. I mean it was. Uh, we also did a convention beforehand, Oklahoma, and so we're excited to bring uh, our show this weekend to bring the Von Erics back to Texas where they belong, and the following week, Rise of the Revolution two at the gas monkey we're really excited about that as well i mean we have a lot of good things on the you know the horizon we have oklahoma too coming up later in the year and um you know it's, it's, i think that it's just a testament to not only my hard work but my staff as well the rest of the wrestlers you know this this doesn't happen by the work of just one person it, it you know it happens by the work of a family people that come together for a common cause and you know our group is a very tight-knit group and it's not possible without all of their hard work that's that. That's very true. That's very true. All right. So um, one thing I did want to point out about your your promotion here is you guys are very kid friendly, man. You guys uh, do a lot to promote, you know, your business, which you should do. But to promote having kids there and having having a family environment, um, how is that different than from you know from other independent shows? Um, because you guys do a great job of it. Well, I, you know, I think there is probably a lot of independent promotions that give back, but I feel like in uh like in my business philosophy that, you know, I'm fortunate enough to go out and live my childhood dream. And I think it's important to stay humble and remember where you came from. And if you can take that dream and give back to people, why wouldn't you? We, uh, last year alone, we gave over $10,000 to charity in one year. And uh, we've already surpassed that goal. And it's, uh, I mean, what is it? It's May. So, you know, we already surpassed that this year. As our uh, schedule continues to grow, I'm very proud to say that we've managed in three years to never lose one partner. All we've all we've done is, is uh, add businesses and schools, and and you know probably my favorite fundraiser every year is Toy for, Toys for Tots. Uh, sure. Especially we do it in my hometown of Ardmore, and I think people sometimes you underestimate, you know, what the impact of just giving a toy you know has in general, and 
you know, uh, Toys for Tots, they do an excellent job of making sure the kids that normally wouldn't get Christmas presents get those. So that's very near and dear to my heart. And I think, like I said, you know, when you have a company, it, it has to stand for, you know, the values that you want it to stand for. And that's definitely one of ours is the fact that we're community players and we want to be able to give back as many times as we can. Because I feel like, uh, you know, like I said, I've lived a very blessed life when it comes to professional wrestling. And I think that's largely due to the fact that anytime that we can donate money or give back and do things for kids, you know, we do it. We do a lot of, uh, we do a lot of like motivational speakings at schools. Uh, we do all of that at no cost. Awesome. Yeah, so we, we give as much as we possibly can to people. That's, that's, that's so great, man. All right. Uh, I'm up against it, but before we get you out of here, please tell us the, uh, the information about this, this weekend. You're in Quinlan, Texas and Forney. Uh, what, what are tickets costing for that, for those shows? Uh, the tickets, Start at five dollars for kids twelve and under general admission, and they go to ten dollars for adult general admission. Uh, they're twenty dollars for seats, and there's a thirty dollar VIP Von Eric experience where you'll get a free event poster. You get to come in early, get to meet all the guys before the show starts, before everybody else gets in the doors. And uh, you know the same ticket prices apply to both events. Um, we'll be in Quinlan on Friday night. The event starts at eight. Uh, VIP comes in I think at six thirty, and the doors open at seven. And it will be at Forney the following day, Saturday, and uh, the show starts at seven. Uh, I think VIP comes in at five thirty, and the doors open at six. So, we're, you know, like I said, we're very fortunate to be able to be able to work with uh, the schools like we do. Uh, they've been excellent partners thus far. I can't say enough about the people that have made that possible. And uh, you know, I think once again, that, that's uh, an essential part of building your business is finding good partners who embody the same vision that you do. And a lot of times whenever you are giving back to schools, you know, you find great people to work with. And the product, you know, is so special and the way it touches kids. You know, it's, it's uh, always important to me to remember, you know, what, what would I think of this if I was a kid, you know, and, and I would be blown away by the product. And so I think it's, you know, sometimes you underestimate on our level what you do for families and children. So it's always important to remember being a role model and the impact that you can have on their lives. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and then the, the, uh, the following weekend, you're in Fort Worth and Arlington and then Dallas. Um, what are the ticket prices? Uh, the Gas Monkey, that, give us the ticket prices for the Gas Monkey Grill show. Oh, my goodness, Eric. Man, there's so many different prices for the Gas Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very uh, very wild season start. Um, you can go to uh, ticket, ticketfly.com to find the prices for it. It starts at $10, and it goes up to, uh, for individual seating, goes up to $100 for VIP which is, uh, you know, honestly an extremely good price for what you're getting. And um, we're very excited to be a part of, uh, to be partners with the Gas Monkey. The venue is so beautiful. And uh, I feel like we can really bring wrestling back to Dallas, you know, like, you know, just like it was in the 80s. Sure. I mean, Dallas was a, a huge wrestling market. It can't, yeah, and, and, you know, it can be again. I think that, um, you know, times have definitely changed, you know, with the, evolution of the internet and how easy it is to watch stuff on youtube and whatnot but uh you know there's still nothing like the experience of a live event sure sure i grew up i grew up uh in the sportatorium basically man we were there every time the doors opened and uh god that place I'm gonna, <laughs> people talk about it like it was this massive uh this massive uh you know, holy grail and wrestling, but that place sucked, man. It was hot. It was just, it was, <laughs> it was not a place to be. But I have such fond memories of uh, wrestling in Dallas, Fort Worth, and to to know that you, you're you're bringing it back here to the to the DFW is uh, it's it's actually special to me in my heart because, man, I grew up on it and being able to 
maybe take my son to something like that. He's he's been asking about wrestling and be able to take him over there to the Gas Monkey Grill and and uh, letting him see letting him see wrestling firsthand is is uh, an experience that I, I'm really looking forward to uh, affording him and not not on a huge like WWE scale spectrum either. I want him to be able to experience the wrestling and that's why I love independent wrestling so much. Yeah, you know, it honestly is a good thing. And, you know, I would never, ever knock WWE because, you know, they set the pace in our market. Of course. And never, whenever WWE is healthy, the wrestling business in general is healthy, especially with the influx of talent that's come from the independent level that ends up on, in WWE nowadays. I mean, you know, basically, you had the chance to see these people before they go to the next level. Sure, sure. And so, you know, the difference is mainly whenever you go to an independent show, it's a lot more personable. And even a show like the, the Gas Monkey show with a lot of former WWE stars, you know, it's always important to me. I try to think about it from a fan aspect as well. You know, whenever you come in and you get to go meet these guys, we're not going to rush you through the line. We're not just going to, like, you know, take your money and tell you to get on. We're going to make sure that it's personable for you and that you enjoy your experience. That's one of the main things. I want everybody to come to, come to these shows feel like they got their money worth and leave with memories that they're going to take with them for the rest of their lives. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. All right, man, before we let you out of here, give us your social media so we uh, all my listeners can follow you out there. Oh my goodness! I, I'm so horrible at keeping up with that stuff. Are you really? So you can find me on uh, you can find me on Facebook at Jerry Bostic, B-O-S-T-I-C. Um, you can find the Imperial Wrestling Revolution as well on Facebook. Uh, Twitter is at IW Revolution. All right. And uh, you can find me on Twitter as well under something. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Like <laughs> I forget I even have one. I wouldn't even have a Twitter actually if it wasn't for Jinder Mahal. He was like, he was like, man, why don't you have a Twitter, boss? And I'm like, well, what's my time for it? He's like, well, you need one. So. Awesome. I got one, and, and, you know, big congrats to him for winning the WWE Championship. That was, uh, man, that couldn't have happened to a better guy Sunday. Uh, Gender is such a first-class dude. Done business with him tons of times. Super proud of him for what he did. Man, and, he, uh, it's he nice looks... to see WWE giving the opportunity to other people to kind of take the ball and run with it. Yeah. Um, you can also find us on Instagram as well, Imperial Wrestling Revolution. You can find me on Instagram under something. I don't know what it is. And <laughs> right. so as you can tell, I'm all over it. All over Facebook it. Facebook is your best bet. All right, Facebook's your best bet, guys. All right, you guys, go check him out, especially if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and you can make it out to that Gas Monkey show. Uh, you know, tell them, the fat, tell them the Fat Pack sent you, Beckett Radio, and uh, get you in there, get you a, a nice show. But don't forget uh, Quinlan and Forney this weekend. So you guys uh, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Carvin Chung from GTS Distribution, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. Let me tell you something, brother. I'm all fired up and pumped up. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I just did Macho Man. Maybe, but I don't know. It was a little scary. A little scary? A little scary. I'm all hyped, man. I'm going to the Gas Monkey. I'm going to check that show out. It's going to be fun. I don't care about I don't care if you go. I don't care if anybody else listening go. I hope you go. I hope you have fun here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But I'm going, and I'm going to have fun. All right. Well, you have fun on June I'm, 4th. June 4th. At the Gas Monkey, at the Gas Monkey <laughs> Grill. The Mega Powers. Brother. Are you going to rip your shirt off? I might. I might rip my shirt off. Sweet. I might. You're going to pull up a sign that says Brandon Cooks out of 99. That was amazing. That was so amazing. You you sent it to me as I was seeing it. And I was oh, like, okay, okay. I was like, what the hell? This is so great. I hope you guys were watching Raw last week because, uh, or this week. I hope you were watching it this week because uh, Brandon Cooks out of 99 yeah, was, that... uh, was represented. represented well in the front row of Raw. That is that is a story that will not die, and I don't. I don't really want it to die. I, I think it's hilarious. That guy, man. What a, and he's back. Yeah. How, 
I don't know. That's so stupid. Yeah, he is. The, the whole thing's stupid, man. Like, it just gives everybody a bad name. It sure does. And it he, sure does. He just looked dumb doing it. So. <sighs> what I what I want to know is how do the, like, it's he's back under the same name and he's already got followers. Not the same name, but, I mean, it's close enough. How do you not? I don't know. I mean, it's it's. It's kind of weird, man. How how are you that loyal to something that somebody's actually caught cheating on camera? You know what? I want to interview him. All right. You guys put this out there to uh, D&T or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, tell him. Tell him Becca Radio wants to interview him just to see what the hell he was thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I really want to know. I really, I, you know, I'll, I'll even be nice. I won't even make fun of him too much. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the funny thing is he got not funny but the he got caught doing it then so how many yeah. other times has he done it where yeah, he how many times he no, not got caught exactly yeah exactly what so how can you enter into getting into those breaks and into those those things and think that you've got a fair shot at anything you know what i don't want to interview him okay screw him all right <laughs> we'll put him up there with the uh the uh, finest guy On finest f- 1.0 yeah. guy that guy Jeez. We need a wall of... Uh, a wall of shame? Yeah, man. I'm looking at our walls here in our studio here, and we have enough room for a wall of shame. Unfortunately, we could fill it. We could probably fill it. Yeah. I, I've been wanting to say this for a couple of weeks now, but I just haven't. But I get no greater joy in in the car, my card collecting life than logging into Facebook and going to the Scammers Exposed page. <laughs> And make sure you're not on it. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I don't think I would ever end up on that. I, I don't do enough. I don't do enough buying and selling uh, on on Facebook to have that happen to me or on eBay really. But I I log in and after I take care of the family stuff, right? I go to Scammers Exposed and I giggle my ass off. I have a lot of fun, just laughing at people. It's crazy, man. Some of those videos they shoot where they're opening packages yeah. up live and there's nothing in the package. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, geez, it's hilarious. I'm, 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 I'm sorry that I'm making fun of all you guys out there who do it, but it's not, not. I'm, I'm making fun of the people who, uh, who are scam, the scammers. Yeah, the scammers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a great site because everybody goes there. Yeah. So everybody knows that. Billy Bo Job Smith is yeah. a loser. Billy Bo Job Smith is and, a loser. And you Screw don't lose guy. with him. Yeah, yeah, you just don't deal with him. Um, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing, too. But the crazy thing is is they'll put something up there, they'll put all the proof, and then there's the 500 comments. That's that the best follow. part. That's the best part. And it's like, it's I like, have never read so much in my life. It's like going to a... <laughs> It's like going to a train wreck and not being able to look away. <laughs> you just you're just there to to watch the what carnage. What will Billy Joe Bob Smith do next? <laughs> exactly. It is so it's like a Kardashian every day. It's just a card. Yeah. There you go. You <laughs> there see you what go. I did there? I uh I like man, it's it's the greatest joy Facebook wise for me because it's just so funny. It is. It's so funny. Um all right, we gotta take care of some business here with the Goodwin auctions. Cracker Jack find um all right, so you saw it. What did you think? Oh, it's just awesome. Yeah. It's just awesome. One, you know, it was, I think it was 11 cards from it's, the complete it's, set. It's missing 11 cards. Missing 11 cards. So it's 158 total cards that are in there. Okay. It's just cool. One, because they were all slabbed. Sure. So we know that they were all real. You know, we know what what condition was in, that you know what they look like. But they just look cool, like laid out and displayed. Yeah. You know, and how many sets can there possibly be? I mean, I'm sure... It's got to be less than 
five or six of them, I would think, right? So here you are, you've got a chance to, to get this collection. And then even with it comes the thrill of still trying to find those other 11, you know? Right, so it's like, right. it's like a twofold thing. Like it's an awesome set of cards that you can get. Um, just the history behind those cards, the, the look, the feel, the whole nine yards with it. And then once you get it, whoever gets this is still going to be on the hunt to get a few more cards. I think it's kind of the best of both worlds right there. I think so too. Um, I want to give a shout out to first, uh, Rich Mueller of uh, sports car sports collector daily. He did a nice little piece on it. We've, we've done a piece on it. Uh, but he, he did a piece, go check it out. It was written on the 23rd. So it's just a couple of days old, but, uh, we, I had the pleasure of handi- having Andy broom on last week, uh, on the show. And he, he brought the cards over and we talked about it. And, uh, there's a link to that show in the article. Um, Goodwin auctions. It, it's, it's our con- it's, it's it's under the Beckett name, right? Yep, 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 yep. And auction houses, we've we've talked this talk a lot lately. It seems like, but auction houses are really starting to pick up. I think you know, not that they haven't been, but th- like in the last year and a half, two years, they've been really catching my attention. Where people are making investment moves at auction houses, picking this kind of stuff up. And what's interesting about this set is it's not being sold as a set. It's being sold individually. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. So, oh, I missed that part of uh, it. I'm sorry. Collectors are going to have the chance to go and, you know, cherry pick these if they need them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, I mean, I, I guess there is the possibility of somebody taking the whole set home. Right. Or the, the 158 cards. I, there is that possibility. But to go pick these off one by one and get what you need is really cool. Uh, I was taken aback. The Christy Matheson was cool. Because it was horizontal. And it was a 3-5, right? It was right? a 3-5. Yeah. The Joe Jackson I was re- I really liked. That was a one and a half. But the Kaminsky card I really liked. Um, I haven't never. I, ha- I haven't never. That, that's, that's good English, Eric. That is uh, there. <laughs> You're from Texas. <laughs> I haven't ever uh, seen a Kaminsky card like, okay. in, in, the, in, in the flesh. So that was really cool to see. I uh, want to also mention that, the, it's yes, the Cracker Jack auction is happening uh, on Goodwin. Go check that out. Um, goodwinandco.com goodwinandandco.com go check that out there but there's also just a myriad of other pieces on there including 23 Babe Ruth cards this time wow a rare 1933 Uncle Uncle Jack's candy card that's also included in the original pack of gum remnants in the interior con- contest promotion coupon graded a PSA 2 wow yeah it's kind of cool yeah. that was a mouthful but that yeah. was kind of cool it was, it's, man this this stuff is really cool. I'm getting into this vintage stuff. I'm going to have to make the switch that everybody else is making. And then, you know. You're going to spend all your money at the National. All of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to have any per diem. It's all going to go <laughs> to picking up. <laughs> What'd you get, Eric? I got a, I got a three something or other. Yeah. <laughs> I lost 15 pounds because I didn't eat for three days. <laughs> That's what I got. I, went, I got a diet. It's got to die. So uh, I, I actually, I went to the auction and I clicked on it. Just So this has just been up this week, man. It's not. It, it just started. Okay. Um, wow. That Christy Matheson, first card up in the, you see in the set. Um, the That's a lot of money. $25,901 is the current bid. Wow. They, they estimated it said about 35 or 40 Yeah. So I was dreaming of what car I could, could buy for we that. We could buy for that. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Ty Cobb, three and a half. Current bid, $12,000. It's 11, it's 11, six, 11 six right now, but it's $12,000. Okay. Um, Here's one that's affordable <laughs> for, okay. me, for me and you. Okay. Uh, the Al Demire. 
Okay. Number 92, Beckett 3, $110. Hi. What teams do you play for? Doesn't say. <laughs> I, okay. I'm sure if you click on it, it'll tell oh, you. Okay, I got you. Well, but I mean, some of these, you, you like the Mathisons it's up there, the Cobb is up there. But I'm looking, I'm going through here 400, 646, 294. It's they're not for what they are. They're not, you know, over the moon yet. Not yet. You can go get in on some. Here's one right here that doesn't have a bid at all. It's a hundred dollar opening bid. Wow, James Scott. So, guys, check it out. Go go have fun with it and. If you, and I'm not telling you to go make a bid. I, we would love if you did, but if just go check it out and uh, walk through history, man, it, it's fun yeah, for sure. Check, there's a lot of cool things on that site for sure. Yeah. So check it out. Like you said, walk through history, see some stuff. Maybe you don't you don't see every day. Yeah. It's not that. it's not a Zeke auto. It is not a Zeke auto or a Brady rookie. It is not. Yes. But it's it's even cooler. Absolutely. It is even cooler, especially since Ezekiel Elliott was in a car accident yesterday. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. The passenger. Finally, he didn't do something wrong. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, he didn't do but something But he was wrong. still there, though. So does that count? I don't know. Maybe. Was it Uber? Uh, I don't know. Was it? I don't know. Jeez. We should pay attention to the news more. We should. <laughs> we should. All right. No, uh, I didn't want to pay attention. What mon- Was it Monday all those people lost all those people on Monday or Tuesday? All those people died? Oh, the Ariana Grande concert. Well, well, that was obviously tragic. I'm just talking about like the uh, Cortez Kennedy. Oh and, yes, uh, yeah. the, the, the girl from Clerks right. and Roger right. Moore was it? Roger Moore. Roger yeah. Moore. Yeah, I mean that was a was a bad day right there. It was a it was a horrible day, and like not making light of the situation at all. If you if you include right. what happened in Manchester, man, it's that's crappy. Uh, I don't. I don't want to get heavy into it, but Ariana Grande said that, she w- and I'm not that she should have, but r- she said that she's going to cover the funeral costs for, oh, for all the all the lives lost. You know, I don't listen to her music, right? I, I don't know anything about I, her. I really honestly. don't know anything yeah. about her either. But that right there is a is a class move, and I I just want to do I do want to say this: there are people out there who are blaming her for for what happened. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. Right. You're a bunch of freaking morons. <laughs> <laughs> this is not her fault. It has, it has nothing to do with her. Right. It's just a. It could have been any concert, yeah. any place, yeah, anywhere. It, it could have been anywhere, any place, any time, and it just so happened that it was there. So uh, our prayers, our thoughts, and prayers are with those families that uh, that lost that lost loved ones, kids, man, kids get. I mean. After losing a kid, it's it's not it's not easy to talk about, but kids will get you every time, and that's that's um, that's really messed up. Yeah, for I, sure. I man. don't I don't I I have a lot of words I want to say, but I won't. Um, anyways, we're gonna get into this next uh, <laughs> next next interview. I don't know how we're gonna transition out of that. Um, I got nothing this time, yeah. man. Thank God, segue. <laughs> we're gonna get into this next interview with uh, with Dan Carson from Fox Sports. Man, this was one of the was. It's one of been one of my favorite interviews we've ever done. And it was completely I like I don't know this guy. We've never met him. Never met him. But the riffing that was happening back and forth was just absolutely hilarious to, to me. We had yeah. fun. Uh, I posted the the his piece that he wrote for Fox Sports. Okay. I posted it yesterday. Go find that post on Twitter. It, it was just it, it shouldn't be too far down the timeline. Go find it. You're gonna need it to go through this next interview with us. 
because uh, it's it's hilarious. And grab a chair. Yeah, grab a chair. Grab a chair. Grab a chair. Grab somebody by the throat. Do whatever you need to do. Um, all right, guys, you hang tight, and we'll be right back. Hi, guys. My name is Mike Rubin. I own Colorado's best card shop, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that uh, interview with Jerry the Boss Bostic from IWR Wrestling. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are big wrestling fans out there in in the collecting world, but uh, I know that it does cross over. And I when I, when I saw that the Von Erichs going to be back here in the Dallas Fort Worth area, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to uh, grab grab the promoter of the show and get him on, so we could talk a little bit of wrestling. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Wrestling, right? Wrestling, something like that. <laughs> now joining us on the phone now is uh, the doctor, if you will, Doctor uh, Doctor Dan Carson. Uh, of uh, <laughs> Bleacher Report uh, slash now Fox Sports spots Fox Sports fame, who uh, who who is no stranger to the collecting world, but uh, he wrote an interesting piece about flare metal basketball uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I wanted to get him on to talk about that. But he, uh, like I said, he's no collect he's no stranger to the collecting world. He's he's written a few pieces about uh, uh about collecting and the like. So how are you doing this morning, Dan? Guys, I'm doing great. Man, we're so How glad. Are you to doing? We're we're doing good. I think <laughs> Paul, you doing good? I'm doing all right, man. Yeah, doing all right. I just uh, you know, we're busy and just got a lot of things going on, but uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. We are busy. We got a couple of magazines that are going out this week, and uh, then we got that big graded book that we're going uh, going to the week after, right? That's like a fat pack size. Yeah, that's a real, that's a big fat sack, fat pack size book. But um, Dan, let's let's uh, let's start at the beginning. How, who? Tell us exactly who you are. I, I said Bleacher Report. I said Fox Sports. But <laughs> who is Dan really? Who, who Who's Dan? <laughs> um, I'm a dude who liked to write and just chose journalism when he got to college because that was the one that seemed most like writing. Okay. That, there you go. <laughs> That's pretty simple. He's, he's also smart. He's also smart. Where'd you go to school, Dan? I went to Indiana University. To IU. Now, are you, are you a Hoosier? Do you, Hoosiers... Through and through, do you do you, you still root for the team? Yes, I am a hollow, tortured Hoosier fan. Well, there you go. Now, did you grow up in Indiana? Uh, there is no light in my eyes. No, there's thanks no to, light. Thanks to, in, <laughs> thanks to Indiana basketball. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Both my parents went there. Um, my one side of my my dad's side of the family, his parents uh, worked in Assembly Hall, which is a basketball stadium. There, they put up like the. The national title banners, they knew Bob Knight uh, and stuff like that. So it goes back pretty deep. And, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't born in Indiana. I was born in Chicago, and I moved around a lot growing up. But uh, one of the one of the few constants in my life, at least sports-wise, uh, has always been uh, getting super excited for Indiana basketball only to have everything dashed and taken from me just ripped from yeah, your from your hands <laughs> yeah man so did you yeah. take the uh did you take the chair throwing class at the university did they uh <clears throat> you know um i actually I, I tested like i think i got a credit for that they 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 saw uh, they saw my work in high school and they're like we think you you're you're already good on that okay good uh, good that's so great but it is it is a it is a, like a general prereq 
You're a prerequisite. You gotta throw a chair. You gotta most bachelor of arts degrees required. Yeah, you gotta you gotta choke a player, throw a chair, and then like there's that proposal going around to make it an Olympic sport. Also, yeah, chair chair throwing 2018. Yeah, or 2020. I'm hoping for it. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Now. Uh, we brought you on, man, because you wrote this great piece about flare metal basketball, and um, <laughs> this was a couple of weeks ago. But um, the, the just the title is the best of the weirdest cards ever made, and you know what? I think that's true because there's some some ridiculous, ridiculous uh, flare metal designs out there. But they're they're this, especially the '90s that the, the, the I'm sorry, the cards from the '90s that you're talking about here. They're really, mm-hmm. really, really collectible, and uh, some of the ups, the upside on those, like you know, the Tim Duncan, uh, the is it the Emerald? Yeah, man, that thing sells for huge money. The uh, Michael Jordan, the same way, the, because they're they're so condition sensitive. But um, I, we read this list, and we were like, man, we got to get into this with Dan. So tell us what <laughs> what sparked the uh, sparked this whole little entry here uh, on Fox Sports. What where did it come from? Um, well, we do pitch meetings and stuff like that. And like, I always like to throw in, you know, when some, when the mood strikes, like sports nostalgia stuff that I remember enjoying during, during my childhood. And like one of the, like when I think of when I, when I use the term like clear metal, like I'm speaking personally, like my specific idea of that is just the nineties NBA cards. Like I did, I don't, I didn't even like really realize that they, there, there were baseball ones and sure. football ones. And, and like hockey. while researching this article, I was like, oh, there's more crazy out there. There's there's, there's definitely a lot of crazy. But, man, the, the ones you put on this list, there's 25 of them. I don't think we'll hit all of them, but we're going to hit some of our favorites. Um, <laughs> geez, man, but you, you did a good job compiling this list. Now, did you were you a, <laughs> were you a active collector during the 90s? Um, yeah, I collected all sorts of cards, but, uh, the ones that, the, this is the series that stuck out for me, like for whatever reason, I don't know. It just, whether they intended to or not, like clear metal, like put together like an aesthetic with these cards that's like engineered for, to like stimulate and like enrapture like the 12 year old mind. Like oh, I'm like this, yeah, like, that, or, or it makes no sense. In, <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes but, like now, but like at the time, I'm like, this is perfect. Like this is art. Like this should be in a museum. Why are they selling these? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, um, you, you chose to go with the, the three top cards uh, at the top of the article are uh, something near and dear to my heart: the Seattle SuperSonics, Gary Payton. Uh, the oh yeah, <laughs> who is that? I can't. Who's that in the? Uh, is that David Robinson? That's David Robinson, David Robinson uh, yeah. being uh, looks like molested by an alien. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of crazy picture right there. <laughs> and then everybody, everybody's favorite um, Rainbow Warrior, Bryant Big Country Reeves. Uh, obviously, yeah. not a, he went to Oklahoma. I know that. But the, the colors behind that are just uh, insane. Whatever happened to Bryant Reeves? Do you know, Paul? Do you know what happened to Bryant Reeves? I, I don't, man. I bet he's running a farm somewhere. Like right now, him and <laughs> him and Sean Bradley are just farming together. I don't think he's together. running anywhere. <laughs> you don't think he's running anywhere? <laughs> no. All right, man. Uh, he's definitely Go yeah, ahead. He's definitely like a proprietor of a 4-H fair somewhere. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I bet I bet right now we could drive to a convenience store in Oklahoma and find him. I bet he's standing <laughs> somewhere up there. All right, man. Let's get it. Let's get into the list, all right? 
Yeah. Uh, number 25, uh, again, near and dear to my heart, Mr. Sean Kemp. I didn't go to college, but I have 12 kids. Uh, <laughs> this is a this is a pretty pretty basic design here with just the crowd in the background, but what, what brought this one out to you? Um, like, I don't know, like, the whole, there's a whole process of, like, the, of walking myself through each of these styles, because I went through, like, a, a database, um, that, yeah, it was, like, check out my baseball cards, comics, and collectibles. I was looking, I was hoping against hope that there was going to be, like, online records of these cards. I'm like, these can't be lost to history, and... Luckily, I found, like, all the cards listed here with images, and I went through, and I was going through, and I realized there's, like, basic templates or, like, kind of washes for the backgrounds and stuff that get used and reused for cards. And the Sean Kemp one, like, I think I wrote in the piece, I said something like, like, they just, they focus on the player. He's clear, but, like, everything in the background is, like, a Van Gogh painting that's been covered in, like, cream cheese yeah. and then, like, glitter. Someone and definitely like, gave up their ear for that. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and, and just seeing the application, like, there's a referee standing. I'm looking at it now. There's, there's a ref right behind, like, Sean Kemp, and he looks like, in, like, Jason, the axe murderer. Oh, yes, like, yes, he does. <laughs> I see that. He does. Sean Kemp's hanging out at Crystal Lake this weekend, but he's not going to make it because that ref's going to hack him to pieces. I got you. That, that's totally. <laughs> yeah, he looks like one of the, the strangers. Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> the strangers. What, strangers. What a great reference there. Who, who's seen that movie in the last, I don't know, eight years? Who's uh, that movie's terrifying. God. It is a terrifying movie based on a true story or true events, too. That, that's, that, that always gets me, based on a true Based on a true event, like, yeah. hey, we're going to make this movie called yeah. The Strangers, and then this bear is going to eat somebody. I and mean, That didn't happen, but right. <laughs> that's what's going to happen yeah. in the movie. That's it's already crazy. scary. I don't need that. Like, yeah. I don't need to know this happened to somebody, but good on you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good. yeah. All right, man. Uh, just, I, I know we're not going to go far because we got down to Chuck and uh, number 24, Charles Barkley. <laughs> Uh, Sir Charles Barkley, I'm not a role model. He looks confused as hell on this picture. <laughs> he, he does, and he's shown his armpits to the world, which is somewhat appropriate. <laughs> it really is. He looks like he looks like Bill Walton fed him mushrooms, and they're just kicking in like in the second quarter. <laughs> that is absolutely perfect. That is absolutely perfect. That's like, awesome. He's, he's just like, watching yeah. the floor drip from the ceiling. You know, just <laughs> yeah. Like oh. the basketball is suddenly a drag, or like the the hoop is suddenly like a dragon or something. Yeah, like, that's, that's not supposed to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Oh, that's so. We great. need a caption contest. He, we do need a caption. <laughs> Charles Barkley looks like looks like his trainer told him to go on a diet. He just, <laughs> <laughs> what? That's so awesome. Oh, oh man. man! And that background does not do it any favors. It it matches the mushroom. Yeah. You know, it's oh wow. Yeah, that's man. Bad. All right, scrolling through I your think, list yeah. uh, again. There's like gears and stuff. Like that's the, that's the main thing about the metal like clear thing, is that it it it's inexplicable without even picking a lane. Right. Like, you can't even guess really what they're doing. Like I sort of get the idea just when I think I've wrapped my head around the idea of like okay, well this is what they're going for with like the metal theme they like put Grant Hill on a planet we haven't discovered yet in space. And I'm like, no, I thought this was supposed to be like industrial. And I'm like, nope. It's now it's alien. Now it's alien. <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, 
I, I really want to talk to the people. It feels like two different people like took turns coming up with this, like the designs for these things. Yeah, it's like no one, no one wanted to take the lead, and they had to like compromise and just had a design. They're like, well, I want it to be aliens. Like, I want it to be metal. And like, what if it's metal aliens? <laughs> <laughs> We're just lo- waiting for Wrigley to come around the corner with a M16 to take care of him. That's true. That would be, that'd be great. <laughs> All right, uh, we're we're scrolling through here, man. You we've passed up. A, there's the Grant Hill that you were speaking of, um, Shaquille O'Neal number twenty. That's actually yeah. pretty decent. It looks like is that a die cut? It is. It is a die cut. Yeah. Look at yeah. that, Big Shaq just getting all in the face of some bull there. Oh yeah. Is that Ooh. Tracy Williams? Maybe I don't know. He's just yeah. I can't really tell. He's just getting he's a casualty. Yeah, just getting a big big face full of a Shaquille O'Neal crotch. Right there in the shot. Nice pick, Flair. Good job. There's yeah. a reason that Flair's not around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of shots like this. <laughs> they went into different industries. Yeah, they sure did. Oh man, uh, let's let's keep going down the list here. I, we're gonna post this uh, article for you guys to see it. You can uh, laugh along with us at home. Um, Rod Strickland before the drug use, but I don't know about <laughs> that because the background. I know the background. It might have been pre-drug use. Yeah. 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 Look at that. Yeah. Now, what, what drew you to this Rod Strickland card? This might have been the tipping point. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. Look at him. It look, Yeah, it looks like a... Dan, did we lose you? No, I'm oh, here. Okay, all right. I just, yeah, everything <laughs> went blank there for a minute. Okay. Um, staring at his flak jaw. Yeah, his... Trying to come up with something. Like, it's, it's pretty... It's something. It's like hills have eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creepy curtains. I don't, yeah. I don't know what's happening with it. Creepy curtains, Paul. Good job. Um, I want to point out the big COMC. Uh, now, do you did you know what COMC was before you started this journey of uh, finding all these cards? Uh, no, I had no idea, but I'm sure glad it existed. Okay, C- it COMC <laughs> is a direct competitor of our of of us here at Beckett. But hey, we like oh, we love right. COMC. It's it's fine, no problem. We love them. Uh they do a great job in the community. Good good uh good resale structure for uh collectors out there. So they get some uh, real love because um you know, we even had their founder on with us back from the industry summit. And he was a great guy, Tim. Oh. Real good guy actually. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, nothing. I was just going to say, like, I I was just A, blown away, and C, like, super happy that somebody somewhere had, like, documented this, but it wasn't, like, lost to time. Right, right. Um, For someone like me who isn't in the industry and has no idea where to find images of these things, like, I can't go rooting through my parents' attic. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Man, uh, what's that card there? This man? here, uh, number 18, Kevin Garnett, Molten Metal. It looks like he's out of focus, which Kevin Garnett was mostly out of focus his career. So, <laughs> uh, especially with that new thing he's got going on 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 TNT, whatever that is, that's hard to watch. But uh, he looks out of focus <laughs> yeah. and confused still. Um, probably s- figuring out why he went right from high school to the NBA here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he's yeah. doing. It's really psychedelic too. Like it should be at what Woodstock? Like this, like background yeah. is a Woodstock. Yeah. yeah. There, there, there you go again. There's a third twist into it. Like sometimes it turns into like it gets a little Woodstocky. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Total seventy like, feel. Just when you think you have this thing pinned down, you're like, they, they, they zag. Yeah, they completely zag. Like new design. They should have zigged and they went zag and it was all messed up. Yeah. Um, 
hear these creepy eyes again with uh the yeah, man, with the dream. Curtains, man. Yeah, they look really really weird. I'm not gonna talk bad about the dream because he's my uh he's he's like my dude. So yeah, but that looks more like a nightmare. <laughs> it does. It does. It was a nightmare for whoever was trying to hold him as he was dream shaking him to death. That's true. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um. Here's a name. I want to. I want to bring this one up just because I haven't heard this name in forever. Sharif Abdur Rahim. Um, yeah. Memphis Grizzlies. Is that right? Or yeah. Vancouver Grizzlies? Yeah. yeah. Wow. What? Him and Bryant Reeves just disappeared together. I bet they're both running yeah. that four H club. Either that or a buffet. One or the other. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's let's go ahead. No, nothing. Go. Let's just, let's get down to the top ten because uh, we have some other stuff we want to get into. Uh, Shaq again at number 13, a die cut of, uh, who is that? James Harden. Wow. J- James Harden. That's a, that's a new yeah. one. 13, 14 die cut. All right. Going down here, Sean Kemp again at number 11. All right. Latrell's, that Shaq one is so dope. Yeah, it is. That's like one of the ones that I'm like, yeah, that's metal as hell. Oh, yeah. That's definitely. That's before they went all real crazy. They got a little hip-hop feel to it. Probably coming off Shazam yeah. or something like that. Shazam. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, before everything went off the rails. Right, right. Before he just started eating chicken wings and stuff. Um, number 10, Latrell Spirel, before he choked PJ Clarissimo. I bet this card is what <laughs> did it, though, because he looks angry in this. He looks like this was the, t- the tipping point for him. He looks angry like he's driving to the hole and he can't get there. Wearing that, He's like, why am I playing for the Warriors? I'm going to have to choke this dude out. This I know, is crazy. He's almost doing a dab. He's almost doing a dab. dab. Yeah, it was, it was almost a dab before the dab. Uh, next, up, yeah. next up on the list, and th- I'm going to let you talk about this one because nice, this, tie-dye version. this explains so much about the flare metal cards. Uh, it looks like Dennis Rodman's being drugged to hell by whatever this is wrapping its arm around him. <laughs> Uh, but check out his hair, though. Yeah, check out his hair. Look at that. Perfect. That, that perfect Chicago Bulls Dennis Rodman hair. It was before yeah. he got ran out of, or after he got ran out of San Antonio, and uh, he was just hanging on with the Bulls there before he came down here to the Mavericks. What, 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 what do you think about this one, man? Uh, this, is, this is really good. This is another one of the ones that I'm like, okay, like, I get it. Like, this is definitely, this feels metal. I'm not sure what's going on going on with like the metallic amoeboids hanging all over uh dennis rodman but you know he's got the snow cone hair going it looks good uh you know this is i don't know this is kind of like a half-life video game oh i don't know where it's taking place but great pool there it's uh it's good i like it i like it a lot this one's like right right in the uh the the sweet spot of like weird but also metal that's right that's really that's that's true. All right, uh, we're gonna let Paul bring this one up. Number four, yeah, Paul. Man, I love some Island Iverson, man. That's your I love dude. A little AI, and they went they went all out here, man. This is kind of a definitely a crazy pattern, for yeah. Sure, it almost looks like eyes and I don't yeah. know. It's just really weird. Very psychedelic. Very AI ish. Yeah, like disco ball eyes. I don't like. It's you weird. have to come up with things just to explain this. People at home who've never. We're listening and like, yeah, you guys are gonna <laughs> like, have to go what? check out the article. This is uh, this is definitely really then weird. See and be like, yeah, that's that's the closest we could <laughs> probably come up with for describing whatever nightmare this is. <laughs> that's right. Hey, more nightmare <laughs> and more, more Dennis Rodman, more, more tie dye here on the background, not his hair. This is actually a shot of him from his uh, college playing days at yeah. Southwestern Ohio. 
Oklahoma, is that right? Like he played somewhere. Think, yeah, southeastern. Yeah, southeastern Oklahoma State. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was actually. I was reading up on this while I got sidetracked because I was like, okay, I need to find out his stats here for Southeastern Oklahoma state. I bet he averaged 45 rebounds and he <laughs> averaged 13. He averaged 13.3. And apparently before he was at Southeastern Oklahoma state, he's at an even smaller uh, school in the area. And like scouts from Southeastern Oklahoma state came in and were like, oh, my God, this dude's a phenom. What is he doing here? And then, like, walked away like, oh, we'll never get him. There's other scouts here for bigger schools. Like, we haven't – we there's nothing. They came back, like, a month later just to see, like, if he would still be there and talk to them. And he had quit. He left school and, like, started working at an airport as a janitor. <laughs> right. That's uh, – they that, reached out like, hey. <laughs> that was a, a – geez, that's a sad story, actually. He, he was actually, at, at one point in time – sitting in his truck gonna take his life and right. uh yeah but then then the whole basketball thing career t- turned around uh, turned around his life all right we, we've already talked about number one which was the david robinson card but number two cannot go without being mentioned here um <laughs> this is a wonderful picture of uh the human highlight reel the freak show dominique wilkins who is apparently trying out for a role in Rampage the video game. This is <laughs> This is cer- Oh my god. This is certainly Would disturbing. You believe that this is the second Rampage reference I've heard someone make in the last 18 hours. Are you serious? <laughs> well, the rocks in that new Rampage movie. I don't know how that's going to work, but this is Dominique Wilkins at his best, uh destroying the city of Atlanta. That's what it- <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty funny. That's pretty cool. Uh I love your caption here if you allow me to read it. Uh Flare execs, we want to dominate Wilkins the size of buildings with traps that have that have never once wavered. Flare designers, <laughs> say no more. <laughs> that's what the- that's what they did, man. Say no more. This was Oh a- my god, I didn't I didn't realize that about Dominique. His like with the scale of the image, he's like towering over downtown Atlanta. His traps are like the size of a Starbucks. Yeah. They're awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a really good job of marrying the picture with, uh, with urban landscape. Yeah. Just <laughs> it, like, like he was hanging out at the freak Nick, you know, and then yeah. things got a little out of hand and he just went full on rampage on him. All right, man. Uh, honey, I blew up the Nick. Yeah, honey, I blew up the Nick. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Guys, go check out the article. We'll make sure that we post the link uh, to, to the piece um, so you guys can uh, read it and laugh along with us. But uh, but we're not done with you, Dan, yet. We want to talk about the playoffs right now and what's going on between, uh, well, I guess the Warriors are just waiting, right, really. But what are yeah. your thoughts about what's happening right now in the NBA and the lack of parity? Um, you know, a lot of people, I don't know, it seems kind of split. There's some people who are really – against parody and i think it's all just kind of the point of view you have like because regardless of parody at the end of the day there's only one regardless of whether it's close there's only one team that's going to win the championship correct right obviously so all the parody in the world doesn't change isn't going to create more championships for more teams i don't think um really realistically and another thing is like we kind of we kind of look back at the 90s with, and i love the 90s i love like we're talking about 90s basketball. I love 90s basketball, like, more than people. And it's uh, – More than people. That's they, awesome. 
people forget, like, the Bulls won six out of ten NBA titles yeah. in, like, the decade. <laughs> like that, and It probably that would have been eight if he, if Jordan wouldn't have took two years off, so. Yeah, yeah, if Jordan didn't have, like, a quarter-life crisis. Sure. Like, yeah, it would have been even more ridiculous. But um, I, I really like the current NBA, even with the, like, this, this playoffs hasn't exactly been a poster child for, for my argument here, but, like, I I love teams like I think the only real disappointing thing or the thing that's kind of kept this playoffs from being as good as it could be is like damn the Wizards should have won. Yes. The Wizards should have beat the yes. yes. Yes, they should have, <laughs> the man. Yeah, the Cavs and the Wizards, like those games are like roller coaster heroin rides. It's it's insane. Like for whatever reason those matchups like it's just three points falling, and LeBron chases down, blocking anything that moves. And I don't know why. It just always makes for really entertaining basketball. And I, I, I'll say this: like, unlike the NFL, at least in my opinion, even with the la- like, even without the quote-unquote lack of parity in the NBA right now, I think there's, I would say, ninety to ninety-five percent of NBA teams at least have something that's worth tuning into their games for. At least one player one storyline, like one, even if a team's rebuilding, like, like the 76ers, I would watch the 76ers this year before, like, I don't know, like the Celtics, (laughs) because they have young kind of exciting guys and they're figuring things out. They sure do. They like, they're charming. They lose, but they're charming. And I don't know, like there's a lack of parody, but I think there's a lot of character still in the league and a lot of uh, really unique talents. Guys like Giannis, who, small small market like i watched that that dude should be in Cirque du Soleil but he plays basketball <laughs> and we're, we're really lucky that he does you brought up a great point about about the wizard should have won man i was god pa- both paul and i were both poor ah. paul paul's from washington dc so he was really pulling for the wizards yeah. i was i really yeah. just wanted to see john wall versus kyrie irving like i they have the yeah. The best handles in the league, bar none. I think those are yeah. the the top two guys. And I mean, well, you can't display Curry as well, but but Wall versus Irving would have been just amazing. And I was ho- hoping, holding out hope for it. It just didn't happen. Yeah, it's just not. And Paul, yeah, Paul I know. started I really drinking. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't find any more mushrooms. Yeah, I couldn't find any more mushrooms for your metal cards. That that you know, I've been there, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Uh, yeah, I really wanted that matchup, but uh, you know it didn't happen. And then the Celtics series happened. And then Isaiah Thomas gets injured, and then all of a sudden the Celtics are good again. And there's always some there's always some narrative going on, obviously because you know 24/7 news. But I, I think the NBA is I don't want to say it's better than the 90s right now, but I think there are as many stars in the league right now as there were then, and they're equally compelling like look at russell westbrook sure did something that's never been done before on a trash team and you know that's controversial some people hate how he went about it but other people are like that's that's 90s basketball to me sure that's the closest thing there's some kids who you know they never saw jordan but that's probably the closest they'll ever get to see yeah a jordan like season like just one player completely dominating basketball for 82 games that's that's very fair, very accurate as well. Now, uh, before we move on here, 
What are your thoughts about the finals? Because it's obviously going to be uh, Warriors-Cavs, but do you think it's going to be a different result? Uh, well, I guess the last this will be the third one in a row, so who, <laughs> who gets the tiebreaker? Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> a lot of the theme of this basketball season, for me at least, um, has been like the heart versus the head a lot. Like with Harden and Westbrook, it was like, okay, Harden statistically probably the more like numbers wise, he would score out better just in metrics, uh, and like win shares and all that. But like at the same time, God, fucking Russell Westbrook makes me feel something. Like, you know, <laughs> sure. Like, that's, that's exciting. And I've learned at this, and like, for the, in regards to the finals, I've learned at this point, like, you know, I can't, I can't count LeBron out. Like, my heart won't let me count LeBron out. Sure. Because A, of what he did last year, and B, like, I don't want LeBron to show up at my house. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> he takes things so personally. Sure. <laughs> and that's part of his greatness. Like, he, I was, tweeting this last night like he turns pettiness into like nuclear power right and uh you know you can never really i if you can if you're counting lebron james out now after last year like that's on you like that's another that's as big of a gamble as like just saying sure uh you know the Cavs will win so that that's i think that's accurate. what do you guys i'm i'm going i'm going Cavs just because of everything you just said I feel the exact same way, but uh, the man sitting to my right is a LeBron hater. So, uh, Paul, are you are you going? Go Warriors! Go Warriors! Go Warriors! I feel a fat packs bet coming on. Yep. I don't know what's it's coming. Gonna, Something's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen. All about the Warriors. No, that's fine. <laughs> I love it. Um, hey man, so you, do you do you still hate LeBron? Yes. Or is it more like okay? Yes. All right. I'm very that's, bitter. That's he's just he's just. <laughs> He's just bitter that he's not LeBron. That's all it is. That's, that's true. That's, I admire that. A lot of a lot of LeBron haters gave up the ghost. Ah. I'm glad that there's still like a pirate radio LeBron hate out. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. For sure. He 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 burns a LeBron James jersey for good measure every week. Like every no, Monday, he no, just comes no, in and burns no, it. No, no. <laughs> it's so great. It's like potpourri. Yeah. It's yeah. just potpourri. <laughs> it doesn't smell very good. <laughs> no. Though. It just smells like <laughs> smells like cigarettes and regret. It's just you can't. <laughs> smells like resentment. Yeah, that's all it is. All right, man. Uh, actually, in our in our pre-show, you 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 brought up something that Paul and I actually don't know a lot about, and I want to get your thoughts on it because honestly, it's something that we don't really think about much here at the Beckett offices. Um, maybe because we, you know we're not we don't we're not big gamers. Not that we don't like playing yeah. video games, but we have kids and we have you know responsibilities and things, so we don't get all the time. But you brought up the yeah. uh, the digital cards in like two K sports. And Madden, uh, what are those all about, really? Can you can you t- let us know? Yeah. Um, so I personally, I don't know a lot about Madden, but I know they have a like a basically a, a fantasy team function, sort of. Uh, what I do know about it's basically the same thing as what I do know about, and that's NBA 2K. I, I love NBA 2K. It's a great game. It's it's the best sports game out right now in terms of just like total experience and realism. And they have this mode called my team, which is basically digital card collecting. You can earn in-game money by playing games, or you can purchase like, you know, digital currency and then buy packs. And, you know, it's like, it's like pulling packs. You have a certain, certain packs have better odds and there's different themes 
And uh, the thing, the, the cool thing, though, that kind of takes, like, card collecting to the next level, and the nerd part of me really likes is, like, you play with the cards. Like, uh, certain cards have different characteristics based on the theme, uh, the age of the player. Like, you can get young Kevin Garnett. He's fast as hell, but he doesn't really have that mid-range jumper nailed down yet. Um, like, you can play, like, I got... I got Dream Team era Michael Jordan last night, and like he literally levitates six inches off the ground. Basically, he's he he missed one shot for me. Wow! Like four games, and so yeah, you can keep these collections of cards, and it's kind of what I'm what I'm realizing. Like this is the next. This might be the next generation's like card collecting. Like they might not have folders. They probably won't have folders. No, we don't have folders now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I had folders. Like that's that's all. That's my that's my touchstone with card collecting. Sure. My 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 folder of cards, and I took it over to my friend's house, and we tried to screw each each other other over with trades. (laughs) I need your Bell Jackson. Here's five Rusty Coons. <laughs> we, yeah. we just get that done. That's awesome. Oh, that's that's interesting. Now, can the cards be traded back and forth between users, uh, or sold back and forth so between that, users? That's actually um, that's actually a thing that <laughs> I've been talking um, to some of the dudes at 2K over uh, about. Is currently as it stands right now, it's kind of self. It's a self enclosed system, and I think there's a lot of uh, potential. Like. They need to knock that wall down, allow player-to-player transactions. Um, what they do have, though, is an online marketplace where you can list things anonymously, and they all go at, they go to auction. You can list them for four to twelve to twenty-four hours with a given amount of like the in-game currency price, and people can bid for them or buy them now, like eBay style. And uh, but like your name's not attached to the card. People don't, you wouldn't know that it's my card if I sold it to you. Hmm. It's just listed anonymously, and uh, but you can't go. I couldn't like say I wanted you to really have a really good card, um, and I just wanted to give it to you. I can't do that. I have to put it out at auction, <laughs> uh, and you know you're gonna have to deal with other people trying to take that from you. <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy. I'm gonna have to but check that out. But why not? Yeah, but why not? You know, it sounds a lot like uh, with the uh, like the Panini Gridiron app. Yeah, you do that the same thing. You yeah. have to put the card out for auction, yep. or the upper deck e pack where you, you can make trades or put the card out there like that. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Just man, add the video game. If those if those cards from two K or you know or Madden could somehow yeah. you could earn somehow earn a physical card of said card from the game, that'd be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, so somebody needs to come along. Well, that's and, the thing. Uh, I still like physical those. cards. Someone gave me a pack of cards the other day. And I got like a Clyde Drexler. I got uh, like a Sleepy Floyd. I got uh, Bill Lambier. I'm like, hell, this is a great, this is a great 2K pool. Like, <laughs> That's <laughs> like, awesome. This is better than I do digitally. Like, this is amazing. That's awesome. And uh, I, oh, another another cool thing about two, like the the 2K thing, not to continue nerding out, is like each card obviously comes with stats, tendencies, and they change from card to card depending on what edition it is and again how old and like what the there's different theme packs like there's like deep shooters and like one of the cool cards is like a tracy mcgrady card that's based on his uh his like 62 point game where he suddenly became like a three-point shooting god Ah. so he has like (laughs) he has like the ability to shoot like 40 footers almost 
consistently, and it's really super annoying. You know what Tracy Mazzini doesn't uh, have? He doesn't have the ability to throw a fastball, as that was proven in his tryout for baseball. Doesn't have the ability to look straight with both eyes. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, T-Mac. I love you. I bought all your shoes. I bought <laughs> all three of them. That's funny. The, the, uh, funny, the funny part there was that he assumed that T-Mac is actually listening to this. Yes, that is <laughs> funny. That is funny. No, I'm just putting this out. I'm putting it out karmically into the universe because I can't speak ill of T-Mac seriously. <laughs> uh, he's a great guy. But, um, yeah, what I was trying to say, what, what I'm going to say is, like, for a guy like me, I'm 28. Like, I watch the 90s and stuff, and I and I know the greats and things like that. But, like, dudes like Dave DeBusher and, like, some of the role players who are, like, you know, kind of stars in their own right, like, back in the 70s and stuff, like, getting their card, like drawing their cards in, in, in like 2K and just playing with them, I learned what those good dudes' games were like. Like, I didn't know, you know, like certain things about, oh, God, what's a good, like Bob Cousy and stuff like that. Like, I knew he was a good ball handler, but, like, they 2K does a great job of, like, tuning each card and, like, showing its attributes for, like, this is what this guy was like. This is what he did. Okay. Is what he's good at. Is what he's trash at. So like, I've actually learned a bit of basketball history just by like being a dumb idiot who spends digital currency on like packets of data. There you go. <laughs> he's loading up his Bitcoin to get some more uh, <laughs> 2K guys. All right, man. Hey, we're up against it. We got to get out of here and get back to work because we yeah. we do All got good. those uh, magazines due. So uh, thank you so much for coming. But before you uh, before you get out of here, please let our listeners know uh, where to find you on social media. Yeah, um, I'm at the Dr. Carson uh, on Twitter, and uh, yeah, that's that's about it. That's that's <laughs> my chosen social media platform. All right, I've tried Snapchat. I'm, I can't do it. Can't do it, mostly because you're not 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, uh, check him out at the Dr. Carson on Twitter. Uh, make sure you go read the article. We'll post a link for it and. Uh, you can check it out and read along with us in this uh, as you listen to this interview and have a lot of fun as you uh, look at uh, just people on mushrooms and stuff having having good times on basketball yeah, cards. You know, <laughs> for, I can tell it's All right, you guys uh, hang tight, and we'll be right back with uh, well, we're gonna do a little bit of what it is. Okay. All right, sounds good All to right, me. Awesome, guys. You hang tight. What's going on? It's Troy Hughes from 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. Let me tell you something, brother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Man, you're all about that. I'm all about it. It's I can't like, even. Uh, 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 get down low. I can't even do that. Gotta get down low like this. Wow. All right. That's really low. That is low. Low, low, low. I don't even like that song. <laughs> I was going to say, where are you, where are you going I don't know that, that song. I thought um, you were going to do some J-Lo reference or something. I, uh, I can't do that, no. Yeah, okay. All, all right, right. Uh, guys, we're back with after that interview with uh, Dan Carson from Fox Sports. Uh, doc, the Dr. Dan Carson. Uh, Dr. Carson on the Dr. Carson on Twitter. There you go. There you go. Uh, he's he's he might be on other platforms, but he says Twitter's his uh, platform of preference. So it is. It is. Go follow him there. Uh, he just <laughs> crazy dude. Man. Crazy fun fun guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Fun guy. Absolutely, Absolutely fun. Uh, hope to get him back on the radio soon. Uh, maybe after the playoffs and talk about you know, some playoff stuff. Absolutely, God. he's still cracking me up about that chair, man. That chair is. Crazy. I threw it out there, and he just. Yeah. Li- I literally threw he it out ran, there, yeah, and it was, he just ran with it, and sure it was really did. funny. He sure did. So. Um, 
Jeez, we we did talk. We did mention the playoffs uh, with him that time in that interview. But uh, just tonight we have uh, Cavs Celtics. Yep, uh, Cavs Celtics. Cavs Celtics. What happens uh, tonight? I mean, Cavs win, right? I mean, you would think so. Um, you know, I mean, maybe there's some pride in Boston. I mean, you know, maybe they they come out. Do you know if Thomas is playing tonight? He's out for the playoffs. He's so. out for the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, so he's out. So. Yeah, no. The Cavs win. It's done. Cavs win. All right. So there's that. Game seven tonight, which is what I'll be tuning into. Uh Uh, Ottawa and Pittsburgh. Go O. Ottawa is like O forever in game sevens. I don't care, man. They're going to be one in. That's all they need. One in forever. One in forever tonight. Man, it's. We say it a lot, but there's nothing better than a hockey game seven in Stanley Cup playoffs. It's just so fun. I know it didn't work out well for us the last game seven that we that we partook in, right? Uh, but this one right now is just this series has been a lot of fun. It's been back and forth, back and forth, even more so than the Washington series with, with Pittsburgh. Yep. This series is just going back and forth, and it's um, it's just like one goaltender will get pulled, and then you know seven goals will get scored. <laughs> right, <and> right. <laughs> it's it's been back and forth. It's been a lot of fun to watch. So that that will culminate culminate tonight. Go oh. And then uh what else? I think playoff wise that's about it. We'll just be waiting till June first for the NBA finals to start. Yep. Gosh, it's such a long wait. Yeah, it, it, it that does sound You know, unless LeBron's gonna throw another game like they keep saying, so that their team stays fresh. <laughs> I read that, I was like, Did what you in read the that? world? What a knucklehead. Yeah, well he that? didn't want to have nine days off, so he's like, Well, we'll just throw this game and we won't win this one so that we keep playing, you know, an extra game or so. Huh. Yeah, so the gap's not so long. That's dumb. It is dumb, but you That's know how dumb. I feel about LeBron. So, uh, did you watch any sports last night? Did you have a chance to? I did not. No, I did not. I was out with the wifey last night. So. Not of a, not a lot of like. There was, was a lot of baseball going on, obviously, but some some interesting things happened, and they're all in the uh, who won the night poll this morning. But the Pirates is what I wanted to mention. The Pirates went back to back to back in the 10th. Wow. I thought you were going to talk about the Pirates of the Caribbean because uh, it opens tonight. <laughs> Does it really? <laughs> yeah. I was wondering where you were going. I was like, no, it's not right. Okay. Yeah, the Buckos went hit three home runs in a row. Nice. In in the 10th. Man, that was uh, pretty sweet uh, if you caught it. If you didn't, oh, well. Not, who's watching Pirates baseball? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's excited about the movie. Tonight. Yeah. I, you know what? I didn't even know it was coming out tonight. You know, shame on me. Okay. Well, it's Memorial Day weekend, so... You know they start out as early as they can to get as much, as much of the uh, revenue in. You know to make it these blockbuster billion dollar weekends and all that jazz that they do. Yes, yes. Um, it is Memorial Day weekend, and I feel that we need to mention. Um, I, I feel stupid saying Happy Memorial Day because that's it's not really a happy occasion. I, but everybody says it. Right. It's so weird. You walk into the store, Happy Memorial Day. Yeah. Okay. That's ridiculous. Hey, get your washer and dryer for two hundred dollars. Yes. To, that question was posed yesterday. As a veteran, do you feel? How do you feel about Memorial Day sales? And um, Brian, our lovely, our fearless leader, said, "I'm going to ask you this, Eric, but I don't think I think you're the wrong person to ask because nothing bothers you, and it, it's true. Nothing. <laughs> it's very true. I pretty much said that before yeah. we finished talking to you. It's, it's yeah, you did. Paul was standing like, I don't think that's the right person to ask. <laughs> um. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't find it disrespectful or disgraceful or anything like that. Uh, 
if I can save $200 on a mattress, I get more power to them, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's just part of, like, you know, government benefits, yeah, right? You're right. <laughs> now, with that being said, <laughs> I understand that it is a somber somber occasion. And what, irks, oh, yeah. Yeah. what does irk me as a veteran is people... I'm a veteran, so they say happy, happy Memorial Day to me, specifically because I'm a veteran. Th- this day is not for me. This day is not for right. other veterans who who survived. This is about people who died in the line of service. Right. So saying Happy Memorial Day, while while things don't bother me, that might be kind of offensive to some families. Um, so and you know, tread lightly there. But as as we seg- segue out of this little segment here. Uh, we do want to remember all those who have uh, who've given all and made the ultimate sacrifice for for us to be able to sit here across from each other and and try to wax poetic about cards right. and other <laughs> nonsensical things. Uh, there are men and women who I served with that didn't make it home, and uh, you know I, I I miss them and I love them dearly, and I I, I think about their families all the time. So um, for, for those for those families. Thank you for the for the sacrifices that that uh, that they made. Absolutely. Um, go America, 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 America. <laughs> America. All right, we got to get on some happy topics. Let's do here. let's do some giveaways. Okay, Good, some giveaways, giveaways are always happy. Okay, so we had an iTunes winner. Woo woo! Flaming bag of poo. Well, oh well, all right. I just woot woot a flaming <laughs> bag of poo. <laughs> but he never claimed his prize. Oh poo. He's, <laughs> he's been given the week. Wow. He's been given the week, okay? Okay. So I have to pick a new winner now. got to pick a new winner. That's, what, that's uh, what you got to do. Steven Wright. All right. You're the winner. Okay. And I'm, I'm picking Steven because he asked me. He asked me about, he's like, hey, did you pick a winner for this? And the answer was yes. And I said, if it doesn't, if no one, if he doesn't claim the prize, I'm just going to pick a new name. Well, Steven, you were studious enough to pay attention. So, uh, cool. You're the winner. All right. You get, you get, uh, well, tell us, send us an email, um, radio at Beckett.com, or you can just send us a direct message on Twitter. I know that we're connected there. And uh, let us know your favorite team or teams, and we will get you hooked up with uh, a few cards to send your way. Paul and I will go <sighs> pick them out. That's awesome. Um, Where's Steven from? Do you know? I don't know where Steven is from. Uh, I don't think it's the mutual Steven that we that we both know. Okay, I gotcha. I don't think it's him. Okay. Um, all right, flare giveaway. You know, every time you say flare, I think of Jennifer Aniston. Do you? Yeah. Every time. <laughs> every time. That you've seen that movie makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> every time, it just cracks me up, man. <sighs> cracks me up. If you want the minimum <laughs> number of flare to be thirty six, then make the minimum <laughs> number of flare thirty six. I got something for you. You like that? <laughs> you hear that? Oh. It cracks you because I was a I was a Fridays. I went to Fridays yeah. a few times, as you right. can probably look at me and tell. Um, and it just cracks me up every single time. Yeah. Yep. Every time. Man, it's a uh, God. That was funny. That was a funny movie. Yeah, it was a funny movie. Uh, we that's something that we talk about in the office probably more than what we should. But it's a uh, it's a funny 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 movie. And uh, if you guys haven't seen. Uh, Office space, which if you haven't by now, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself a stapler and go check it out. Yeah, that's exactly. All right. Um, flare giveaway. We had, I think, six or seven total entries. Awesome. Which honestly was more than I thought was going to happen because the first few days were kind of slow. 
It was slow. You're right. So, um, I'm not going to announce a winner today. Not today. It is closed. Closed. But uh, our third judge has to be able to look at the video uh, videos and see them, and he hasn't had the chance to. So, okay. if you entered a Flair video, Beckett, I'm sorry, hashtag Beckett Flair, you are entered, and you have a chance to win the Flair autograph and the sketch card from Jason Crosby. Jason Crosby, Crosby who is our third Ho, or our third judge okay. needs, needs to be able to see them. So, um, now is it top two win? Or no, it's it's winner one winner. All. It's one winner. Winner take all. But you know what? I'm I'm feeling kind of generous, and I'm, I might I might let a second place win. All right. I don't know. We do have a third flare back there that uh, I can I can get a hold of. Okay. Uh, I'll have to I'll have to con, uh, consult with my other judges, so you and Jason, and <laughs> 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 and see what they think. Okay. But there's the possibility. We'll, we'll see how close it is. Yeah. We'll see how close that second person is. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, let's do that. So uh, no winner announcing today, but okay. we, but the, the entry is the entries are closed. Okay. And that's it. So All right. we will uh we will see probably likes the Cleveland Browns anyways. Oh, that's funny. I see somebody's reacting to our our uh, flaming bag of poo thing. Nice. So, <laughs> very funny. <laughs> so the entries are closed, and we will announce a winner shortly on Twitter after our third judge is able to review the videos. Perfect. All right. Um, Mickey Mantle giveaway. What? So you saw that Mantle sketch card. Yes. That uh, Brent Naughton sent us. Cool. Uh, it is a beautiful card. Yes. Here's the thing. I, I wanted to come up with something creative on how to give this away. But I read a post that Brent put on his LinkedIn profile. Okay. And it seems like there has been um, a thievery. Ooh. So Brent and some other sports artists okay. were sending, it's a global thing, were sending a sketchbook globally, and each of them would add a sketch to it or, or a portrait. Okay. And it would be passed on to the next person. Okay. You follow cool. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Sadly, someone stole it. What? It stole all these original pieces of oh. of art, man, and that that really sucks. That's you know, cruddy. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is this is what I want to do. I don't know if it'll work, but this is what I want to do. Okay. I want you guys to, well, in order to enter, I'll give it a week. Um. Post repost the picture. Uh, you know, I'll post it up later. Okay. Repost the picture of uh, so, some of Brent's work. I'll, I'll get some of his better work. Okay. Not 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 that he has bad work. Right, right. No, I know what you're saying. Some of his work, and we'll repost the picture and use the hashtag, find the sports art. Okay. And if you do that, you'll be entered to win this one of one sketch card from Mickey Mantle. Uh, we love sports artists here on this show. Uh, they've been some of our best interviews. Absolutely. They've been, they've contributed greatly to the show that guys that you on the back end that you guys just don't see and that this happened it breaks my heart man it really makes it makes me sad yeah those that takes so long to, to put it together exactly. to, to do the work man you exactly. know it's, jamie it's thomas sad. who who i love and i had him on the show up in toronto he just emailed, he's, he's like hey guys i'm working on something for you but I, i'm not going to be done till november yeah, it's no, may november it's right. may right <laughs> yeah so it's it's ridiculous, man. It takes time and effort, man. These these are not stick figures. Yeah, they're not stick figures. Um, that's happening. So you, I'll I will post the picture, and you guys 
use the hashtag find find the sports art find the sports art and uh, we will we will get we'll pick up a winner for the for the Mickey Mantle sketch card next week. Now Boom. that's that. One last thing I want to mention is we have a special OPG discount for you guys. You guys, are you using? I know you use the OPG, but oh, like you're gonna ask me that? Yeah, it's kind of stupid, huh? Put me on the put me <laughs> on the uh, the chopping block here. Uh, if you're not using the online price guide, you you definitely should be. I know that you're, there's some old heads out there that love love the uh, the magazine. You want to flip through it, but if you really want up to date pricing and information, you need to be using the online price guide. So. If you have not signed up for an online price guide or you want to renew, okay, use this code. We got a code? We got a code for 15% off for the first 50 users. For the first 50 people. First 50 peeps. First first 50 Beckett Radio listeners who use it. um, OPG Radio. O-P-G. Radio. Radio. All right. I got that. Oscar Papa Golf Radio. Online price guide radio. Yeah. There you go. All right, get you fifteen percent off. Uh, I'm mentioning it here. I'm gonna let it sit here for probably the end of the week, and then I'll I'll post it on Twitter. I'll put it on Twitter for for other people to get behind it too. Uh, okay. I hope I hope you're, but I hope that fifty guys will sign up for it. Fifteen percent off. Uh, that's any level. That's that's the monthly level. Okay. Okay. Uh, all the way up to the yearly level. So sweet. Uh, use that. Get you fifteen percent off and. Uh, you know, Check it out, man. There's so much more on there. So people much. Just more. don't know. There's this stuff that like people ask us all the time. Hey, why is this not listed? Well, it's on the op. It's in the opg. Right. Do you have the opg? Uh, oh no, I don't uh, have that. Yeah, exactly. And it's not listed because it's a dead set. You know. Right. No one collects it anymore. But if you really <laughs> want to know, and you really want to, uh, really want to see it, go to the opg and check it out there. Check all right. Out. Few things here to, to wrap up. Whatevs. Okay. NASA. NASA, thank you for telling me. Okay. Um, Do we get to eat some like that astronaut ice cream? No. Okay. No. Uh, I want to share two stories with you of uh, misfortune. <laughs> oh, misfortune? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been that kind of day. It's Lemmy Snicket's here. <laughs> it's Lemmy Snicket's day here on Beckett Radio. Um, <laughs> NASA. There was an. Did you know that NASA has auctions? Did you know that? No. I and mean, what do they auction? They, off, they auction off like. Equipment Suits and, and ships Like and all kinds of stuff Right Alright So I didn't know that And I was intrigued When I heard the story I'm like hey I gotta go check out This this NASA auction Right Okay Because wh- Where this really started Was a few years ago On the Jim Rome show I heard An interview with a guy Who Who um, He He wrote the social network The book the social network And they turned it into a movie Okay with About Facebook Okay I forget the I forget the author's name. I'm sorry, but uh, he wrote a book called Sex on the Moon, and it was about a guy who worked at NASA, who had a girlfriend who he really wanted to press. She sounded a little, a little bit on the uh, not too nice side, ah. but he really wanted to impress her, so he stole moon dust and moon rocks from NASA. Okay, took them home, laid them out on the bed, and they uh, proceeded to engage in a good time. On the moon. On the moon. Wow. So he, so he shot the moon. He he really did. He shot the All moon. All right. So I heard that when I heard this story, that that was the, the immediately where my mind went back to, because that was an incredible story. But this this is crazy. This lady up in Chicago won a NASA auction for like nine hundred and fifty dollars. It wasn't much at okay, all. Okay. Yeah. Right. And it was just like random pieces of stuff 
that NASA had in this lot, and they, they it, it all it almost sounded like a Goodwill auction, right? It was just it was just like junk. Where there's NASA's junk, though, right? Okay, right, yeah. So she wins it for nine hundred and fifty dollars. She gets it. She gets the winnings. Okay, and. In her winnings was a bag of moon dust. Now, when I hear bag of moon dust, I think like a crown royal bag. Somebody's just got this this velvet bag and it's got moon dust in it, right? Well, she she didn't know that if it was real or not. So she sends it back to NASA. Okay. And says, can you please confirm that this is real? And they do. They ask her how she got it. And she says, well, I won it in your NASA auction. And then they NASA says immediately, well, we're keeping this. This was by mistake. We shouldn't have have put this in the auction. Well, she sues them. Nice. She sues them, and the the court sides with her. So NASA has to send her back the moon dust. Moon dust, okay. I've heard of intimate domain. I know what that is, you know. Uh, She totally, (laughs) she, she got them on this. So now... All right. Now she has the moon dust back in her possession. Okay. It is up at auction. I don't have the auction in front of me, but is it is um it is gonna get over four million dollars realized price. What? Yeah. So <laughs> here's the key couple what? couple Talk keys about to the story. ROI. Exactly. <laughs> First of all, pay attention, NASA. NASA who landed on the moon with less technology than what you're holding in your hand right now, couldn't keep track of their moon dust. <laughs> wow. It's nuts, right? That, that, yeah, that dust gets around. It does. So she uh, she says that she's gonna. some of the winnings are going to be donated back to NASA for scientific research, and I hope that whatever that research is, it involves keeping better track of your products. She's going <laughs> to donate $950 she back should, to too. <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. Get this check for nine hundred and fifty dollars. Um, wow, yeah, that's really nuts, right? It's really nuts. All right, then the second story I wanted to share before we get out of here is the story of a man named Jan. I think it's Jan. Let me let me look. Uh, I, okay, it's not Jan Studer Road. Uh, this is from Dumb People Town. Our our friends over at Dumb People Town, the Dumb People Town, the Scar Brothers. Uh, they have a new podcast up called dumb people town it's really early it's like it's only like 15 or 16 episodes in it's a funny 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 show uh dumb people town i thought you're talking about something else oh, yeah <laughs> talking about parker county you just <laughs> <laughs> so um he it's it, man it's such a great show it's funny what they do is they like listeners send them in dumb stories right and, okay and, or people who done dumb most of them are from florida and ohio but they they read these most stories on on the air and uh they they analyze the stories right okay okay so a couple of weeks ago full credit to them uh (laughs) they they got the story of a guy named jan flauto j-a-n-f-l-a-t-o jan flauto okay uh talk about a guy who just first of all his picture oh my goodness gracious uh Jan Flauto's never let, he's never worn less than two neck chains out. He's just he's that kind of guy, man. He's, wow. Uh, Jan Flauto went to a uh, Seminole Casino in Florida. He's um, he's a traveling gambler, I guess. Baller. Seminole Casino places a f- he puts a fifty dollar bet into a uh, slot machine. Okay. 
he he puts the money in. His friend that's with him, I, I don't have her name in front of me, pushes the button, pulls the lever, does whatever she does, right? 100K. That's a lot of money, right? That's a heck of a lot of that's money. A, for, for one spin? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know where you're going with this, I think. Jan, Jan Flauto gets zero dollars of that. Wow. None. Wow. There is a law that states whoever places the bet also, I'm sorry, if you place the bet, that doesn't matter. It's whoever pushes the button or pulls the lever. Okay. So since she did it, she keeps all the winnings minus taxes. Right. The thing is, is this lady was smart. She knew the law and immediately told security to get the man away from her. Jan placed the $50 bet, watched the 100000 come up, and watched it walk out the door as she took her winning ticket and claimed her money and left. Wow. Is this girlfriend? Uh, not anymore, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's a... Wow. I mean, Damn. That is not what you want in life, man. I know no. we share stories from the animal kingdom from time to time. I feel I feel bad for Jan here. He just yeah. This is a this. She was an animal. Yeah. She knew the rules. She knew the rules. And she beasted him. <laughs> wow, out of a hundred k. Hundred k. Uh, taxes. That 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 poor dude. That poor guy. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. Um. So now we know how much the relationships are worth to her. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and she had to think about that. On the fly, or right. she already had that like premeditated, like if this ever happens in my life, right? I'm gonna do this, right? And so, if you go to if you go to Facebook, search Dumb People Town, uh, like the Facebook page Dumb People Town. There's a picture of Jan on their timeline, so you could see it. Uh, the beautiful thing is about this whole this whole situation is uh, <laughs> is Jan actually hopped in and started commenting. On the photos. Wow. So, uh, like, people were taking shots at him, right? Because it's just, his pictures are just that great. Like, here's one from uh, Troy Ways. Jan Flauto loves Crystal Pepsi. You know, just. Oh, <laughs> man, that's rough. Uh, Jan Flauto keeps his money in a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> when did when did Joe Walsh and Bobcat Gothwait combine their DNA to make Benjamin Button? Oh, <laughs> my. Just. Jan Flauto watches watches Roadhouse every weekend and prays the opportunity to bust someone bust some ass. It's just man, that's these, crazy. These pictures are these, these comments are great, but Jan jumped in on him and uh, and defended himself in the situation. You should guys should go see it. It's he really, really cool. watched his money go out the window. He really really did. Yeah, right out the front door. Roadhouse, arguably the best movie ever, right? Sure. Yeah, jeez, that's yeah. a horrible movie. Um, <laughs> Never seen it. So. Yeah, don't blame me. Don't don't start it today. Yeah, don't that and a couple other things you told me not to watch this yeah. week. Get an education from Norton. I want to I want to tell you guys uh, if if there is ever a outtakes reel of Boxbusters videos, oh, it'll be the greatest thing ever produced because <laughs> you guys have missed some gems. Uh, the one I dropped yesterday, I, I'm not even going to say it here because I'll probably get fired. Yeah. But <laughs> You had the bosses coming out of yeah, everywhere. The bosses came. They're like, no, 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 no. Stop. And stop. Mr. Finkel coming down the hallway. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that one, the, the, the Japanese baseball break. Yeah. We had some, we've had some crazy we, things. We've had, we've had really good lines that you guys will never hear. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but maybe one day we can produce a, uh, 
an outtake an outtakes video after our careers are over here yeah <laughs> we've moved on to other things maybe sooner than later <laughs> if we keep going that way it probably will be all right guys that's it for the show this week uh it's a long one god i i just looked down at the time and we've been 25 minutes already so uh on on whatevs including the rest of the show you're looking at about two hours i hope you guys enjoyed it yeah man um i've had fun always have fun always have fun uh anything along the lineup for next week i don't i don't think we have anything set up in stone next week so that tells me that it'll probably be some animal kingdom stuff all right uh it'll probably be just some off the wall stuff all right and we're gonna have fun whatever oh you know what where's david wright where is david wright where's top shelf where's top shelf we'll find something David Wright should be on next week. Yeah. Yeah, David Wright should be on. Yeah, man. With his uh, set of the month. Woohoo! It should be fun. And we do have a Top Shelf Breaks giveaway as well that we're going to do next week. Oh, I forgot one last thing. What up? You going to the National? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy you are. Yeah, I'm going to the buddy. National. And uh, we want to send you to the National. At least we want to help you get in. We don't yeah. want to fly you there. Yeah, we can't fly you there. And do no all hotel. that kind of stuff. We don't want to do that. But uh, we do want to get you tickets to the National. Here's the thing. The guys over, uh, the guys over at uh, the National, uh, the Burkers family, Mr. Broji, uh, Shalou, I don't, I don't, Mr. Ray. I'll call him Mr. Ray. There you go. They, they hooked us up. We have, we have 16 tickets to give away to the National. Uh, Paul and I are going to come up with a great way to do to do a giveaway. I think we're thinking scavenger hunt. That would be fun. Uh, picture wise, you know, nothing nothing crazy outlandish or anything, but uh, we're going to come up with something. And our first, if we we get this kicked off tomorrow, hopefully, our first winner will be announced next week. Perfect. Uh, man, we really want to see you there. We we want you to come by, stop by the booth. We've heard some talk of maybe some uh, some fat pack fat pack cards being made. Uh, we just got to get the details all figured out for that. I heard something about a mug. Mug? I, I yeah, it's kind of crazy. Okay, I haven't heard that yet. But yeah, that's kind of crazy. Okay, so mugs maybe, uh, t-shirts, hopefully, uh, all kinds of stuff. But we want to see you at the national, and we want to help get you there with these tickets that the Nash, uh, that the guys over at the the national hooked us up with. So be on the be on the lookout for uh, for that post coming up soon. And uh, we'll help you. We'll help you hang out with us day at the national. If you win, you got to stop by. Oh, for sure. You gotta, Absolutely. You got to stop by. Uh, we're gonna be there all four days, right? Yeah, we'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Nice. Really nice. Now Thursday, I'm gonna put it out there. We might be a little tired. A little on tired. Thursday. A little tired. We're getting in real early. Yeah. We're gonna sleep in O'Hare Airport. I think. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait to go catch our bus to the to the to the hotel. All right. So there, that's happening. I want you guys to be paying attention for that giveaway. Uh, I will put this disclaimer in again. One, we're we're not flying you there right, or right. anything like that. We have tickets for you to get in the door. In the so door. That's what we have. And two, in order to win these tickets, you have to be going to the national. Right. Exactly. I I, I can't stress that enough. I don't want there to be a situation where these end up on the secondary market or something like that. Right. We're, we're looking to make a game. If you're not going to the national, it we'll, we'll just pick another winner who is. Perfect. Okay. We will do it. All right. So that's that. Uh, guys, thanks for listening this week. And until next week, just keep listening. Cue the drink.